This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Thanks for the coffee, Emily. I really needed it. No problem. We gotta hurry because we're always late. Oh no, the light's turning red. No! Oh man, there's coffee everywhere. Where are the napkins? Don't worry about it. We can just go ahead and I'll schedule with 2U Auto. They'll come to where we're at and then they'll clean it while we're at the wedding. Okay, you drive, I'll schedule with 2U Auto. What's the website? Go to 2UAuto.com. Wait, what was it again? The number two, the letter U, auto.com. Perfect. Like I thought, you guys were just rocking with the music. Like, <laughs> right, cool. Yeah, we were about to freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no eight mile, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now we hear. Now it. we now hear. It. hear it. Yes. All right. Do you hear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeesh. <laughs> this is a creme bus. Creme bus. And it just puts you in the holiday spirit. Uh, I like Mad Decent. Here in December, you rock with the holiday spirit. <laughs> Yo, welcome back to another episode of Here's to You, the podcast. Sitting to my right, the famous Emily P. Asian baby girl Emily. Asian Miss baby that. Girl Emily. I don't think he ever calls you Asian baby girl. <laughs> really? Actually, I'll say ABG, but yeah, he never calls you. Asian everybody baby already girl. knows. That is true. No, who could forget me? <laughs> we forgot you last time. And over to no, the you left. didn't. <laughs> got Rancher Fanner. Hello. I'm your third host, Dusty V, the producer extraordinaire. Who forgot to play music while we were introing? You know, sometimes the buttons just don't get pushed, and you sometimes they do. But I push your but <laughs> but I push your button buttons a lot. How come you didn't put it on? I don't know, man. It just didn't happen. <laughs> Anyways, our very special guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is the one and only up and comer extraordinaire, Alex Garcia. Yes, thank you, Alex. We're so excited to How have you, you here. How you doing today? I'm pretty good. Excited, nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Yeah, we we're amazing people. <laughs> it's just like hanging out and talking about yourself for like two hours. Yeah, I just don't think do that of, very often. Just think about everybody <laughs> in their underwear right now. That's it. That does not help at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make it worse. Oh, nah, well, I, wouldn't yeah. wa- I wouldn't want to think of you in your underwear or Dusty. <laughs> 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 I don't even want to picture no, Dustin. because then you just have a bunch of people with their underwear staring at you. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> which is weirder. <laughs> which is creepier. <laughs> that's yeah, true. that saying really doesn't make anything better. Yeah, you're right. So, Alex, um, mm-hmm. kind of get us started. So, let's do just like a quick background. Um, okay. Are you from Wichita? Uh, yeah, so I was born and raised in Wichita. Um, haven't really been out of 
Kansas very much. I've been to like maybe like three states mm-hmm. <laughs> in like the past 20 years. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I work at High Power with Denzel and Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's up in Hutchison. And then I make the drive every day. So that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. How far is that drive? It's like uh, 45 if I'm doing 80. <laughs> that, that's that's legal. yeah yeah right yeah. isn't it like 75 no, it? yeah it's like 70 ah okay so, okay it's okay you, you just went yeah. over five over it's okay 10 over but <laughs> no it's fine <laughs> <laughs> alex is trying to incriminate himself on the podcast <laughs> he's like ah, who the fuck cares i'm in the left lane so it doesn't matter <laughs> you're, you're in the broom broom lane yeah <laughs> that's where you should be yeah <laughs> So how long have you been tattooing for? Because uh, you are an up-and-comer. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you're, how old are you? 20. Only 20 yeah. years old, yeah. I turned 21 in May, so. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been tattooing a little over two years, yeah. My two year was in October, so. Dang, congrats. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, so you started tattooing two years ago, correct? Yeah, in 2020 of October. 2020 October. What was your reason to start tattooing? So uh, I always drew, um, and then my mom always like was saying that you're gonna be tatted up and all that. And I didn't <laughs> like tattoos, so I was like, never. That's <laughs> so funny. That's <laughs> funny. Like, mom, now I yeah. have a full ass sleeve. <laughs> yeah, and then um, when I turned like uh, around fourteen, fifteen, uh, my Instagram and social medias were just tattoos all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, when I was a kid. My mom was friends with a lot of uh, art people who knew tattoo artists or people who drew a lot and said I should tattoo. Mm-hmm. So that kind, I guess, those kind of influenced throughout my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then um, when uh, just started looking up artists uh, on Instagram, and te- I texted like maybe like a hundred artists throughout the whole state. Yeah, <laughs> wow. And a few replied, but only one actually like actually like gave me like advice. Mm-hmm. Everyone else said just wait wait until you're 18 don't worry about it wait till you're older and then Uh you can worry about that Mm -hmm. um denzel was the only one that actually gave me advice on how to get started early on before i actually could tattoo so yeah 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 so what what was his advice do you remember uh draw a lot make sure you're getting a good portfolio ready Mm -hmm. uh stuff like that everyone else was just kind of like wait until like you're 30 and -hmm. then you can then you can tattoo you know Mm because I guess everyone starts you know, when they're 30 and midlife crisis. Type yeah, stuff. <laughs> I mean, you can start at any age. Who cares? Yeah. Like, you know, if this is your future. You want to do what you mm-hmm. want to do at your time. If you want to do it at 14, fuck it. Do it at 14. <laughs> if you have the fucking talent, if you have the mindset to do it, fucking do it. Yeah. You know? But Kansas is a really traditional state. So. That is <laughs> true. <laughs> that is true. Yes. So what's, oh, when did you start tattooing? What age was that? Uh, 18. 18. 18. Yeah, okay. I just, uh, I turned 18 that May, so 18 and a half, kind of. Mm-hmm. Man. So, yeah, school got out of COVID, all the shops closed down, so mm-hmm. just kind of waiting. Are you, wait, so you graduated in 2020? Yeah, I graduated because of COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I feel okay. old yeah. as fuck. They, Do you mean like? Like um, we went on spring, like that spring break, uh-huh. that's when like COVID reached the U.S. and got really bad and they uh-huh. closed down all the schools in public. Mm-hmm. So they just froze our grades and went online mm-hmm. and I was barely passing. So I was just like, okay, I'm not going to do online. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I just started just working. <laughs> oh, okay. So when, yeah. when school shut down in March, mm-hmm. you were gearing up for your graduation and you just. Yeah, I was 17. So I was just uh, working. And then once I turned 18. I was supposed to go get my portfolio ready, but um, all the shops were closed down for that whole, like, 
three to four months yeah. mm-hmm. during that time. And then they opened up back up in like June, July. Mm-hmm. And then I got my second tattoo from Sergio. Mm-hmm. And then he was kind of like saying, get a portfolio ready, that type of stuff. And telling me what I should do yeah. to how to get an apprenticeship. So yeah damn and that propelled you then into Um, because you had like how many (laughs) you had a lot of jobs at that time right i had like uh, around four i was working in the mornings so when i turned when i was 17 i was working at mcallister's Mm -hmm. and maybe like uh barely working there because covid they only uh, they only did like like three to four people yeah at a time but once that was over i was working there at mcallister's once i turned 18 i moved out with my friend and I was working four jobs. I was working in the morning at a landscaping place, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like under the table type stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when when I got my second tattoo from Sergio, Sean, the owner, was looking for a cleaner, someone to mm-hmm. help uh, just clean up the stations once the artists were done because they didn't have time to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I asked if I could be in it. He's like, uh, I'll let you know in a week. I came back mm-hmm. the very next day and said I want the job, so yeah. I kind of made him give me the job. Nice. <laughs> look at you, look at you. It's because you knew exactly yeah. what you wanted. Yeah, you like yeah. I wanted to get into the shop. You're a fucking go getter. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want that yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so in the afternoon, I was working at um, the electric chair, just cleaning up, and mm-hmm. then I was working at McAllister's, and then I got my uh, apprenticeship. Uh, sometime around September Mm -hmm. and I was working that at the later evenings once I was done with all the other three places Mm -hmm. and then once um, I started taking on like actual clientele and not just my friends and stuff like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I quit uh, slowly quit all the jobs so I quit McAllister's first I told him I was like can I just work on the weekends then Mm-hmm. After one week, and I was like, "Can I work once a month?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then they never put me on the schedule, and I walked in, and just put my two weeks notice, which I didn't really need to do, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then so that went off the table, and then I quit the landscaping place, mm-hmm. and then uh, I told Sean I was leaving, so I was gonna do tattooing full time, and that started up in October. So wow, yeah. like you were <laughs> after it. So like, um, I'm just kind of curious if you could. Because you're 18. Like, I don't want to gloss mm-hmm. over the fact that you are the youngest tattoo artist <laughs> in the state of Kansas right now. Yeah, I think right? so. You really are. <laughs> um, you're also the youngest to get licensed I in the state so, yeah. of Kansas. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, I... And... You've been now tattooing for two years. You're already tattooing next, which is yeah. like a really tough place. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're and then like your your tattoo skills are just incredible. And so I don't want to like gr- gloss over any of that. To be honest, like amazing a lot work of that you did. A lot of 18 year olds don't even like, you know, do that, you know, because they still they go to college. You know, they just <laughs> figure out what they don't still don't know what they want to do, you know, at 18. But Alex, you well, I mean, not even just 18 year olds. I mean, as I mean, us. You look at us because we're old, but like you don't she, always. You don't hey always guys, you guys. He called Fanny old. He <laughs> called <up>. Fanny old. <laughs> Whatever. I was um, so happy. <laughs> I'm so younger than Emily and Dusty, so I don't care. Still old. Everyone above 25 is old. <laughs> don't laugh, Emily, because you're old too. That hey, makes I, you old. I know I'm old, but you can't accept it. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. No, what I wanted to say about that, though, was um, that 
18 or whatever age like you don't always know what you're ready for or, mm-hmm. or like you're even afraid to take that leap so the yeah. fact that you were just like i'm taking the leap mm-hmm. enough opportunity knocks i'm gonna take the opportunity yeah. or i'm gonna start building <laughs> it and so yes. i wanted you to kind of like share a little bit about how um what made you set your mind on like i'm doing this <laughs> and i'm gonna make it happen exactly so um I kind of grew up with like you know people not knowing what they want to do or you know not being able to do to do what they love mm-hmm. and everything you know I didn't want to be 50 years old working you know like just a job just to work you know pay bills and stuff yeah mm-hmm. um so I kind of always um and we kind of grew up you know like strict on budgets and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then um I was very fortunate you know to be able to do you know when I was a kid just draw and you know f- find out what I love early on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um I wanted you know be able to do what I love my whole life so and that was basically art and Mm then um I I knew I was young I had time on my hands so I didn't want to you know wait till I was you know 30 have you know have a house and kids and Mm -hmm. wife and all that whole like you know life already in hand before I actually started chasing a dream Mm -hmm. so I just kind of wanted to chase a dream beforehand and <laughs> yeah, just go for it. Good know? for you. So literally, yeah, that's you know because yeah. like <laughs> at eighteen, I didn't really think of all that too as well because I was like, okay, well I'm just gonna go after high school. I'll go to college and just <laughs> figure out what I want to do from there. You know, but you, yeah, that, yeah, you figure out what you wanted. You know, <laughs> yeah. All my teachers were trying to uh, get me to go to college, like. There, like, some of them were filling out forms for me to do, like, college scholarships. I got a few, but I college wasn't – I knew college wasn't really going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. whatever I wanted to do, you could teach yourself from a mentor. College is just – Yeah. To me, is a well, really you knew, collector. <laughs> you knew that you were – yeah. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> you, you knew that you wanted a career in art. Mm-hmm. And honestly, getting a college degree to get a career in art is just – to your yeah. point <laughs> just that collection it's yeah. not something that the best way to start to prosper in anything art related mm-hmm. in an art field is to get yeah, a mentor I think the only thing college is really good for is like stem mm-hmm. classes mm-hmm. you know stuff that you actually need to learn and stuff so yeah <laughs> so you were like again you were 18 so mm-hmm. at that time i'm imagining into your point you had a lot of your teachers who were like i'm gonna fill out scholarship applications for you and uh, (laughs) apply for college so you had a lot of naysayers too yeah um i had a couple teachers like tell me like you're not gonna make it in tattooing because you don't go to college you know you got to study uh anatomy and you know the body and all that you got to go to college for that Mm -hmm. and i studied anatomy on a free college book online (laughs) 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 you're like i will take your advice but i don't think i need to spend four five thousand dollars you're like (laughs) you literally put a body of anatomy pdf free there's 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 free harvard classes online yeah there yeah there is you classes all that so it's all free Mm-hmm. So, you so basically <laughs> everything you did was just self-taught. Yeah, yeah. I had a, a very unorthodox apprenticeship. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I basically st- I basically started and they just kind of forced me to take on clientele, you know. Mm-hmm. So wow. I, I was kind of like for so two So when weeks, you started in June, right? I started in October. October, tattooing. sorry. sorry. Yeah. Um, I, for the first uh, two weeks, I was just tattooing friends because that's mm-hmm. just, you know, that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you got to take on clientele. You got to take on clientele. So I was kind of peer pressure and taking clientele when I wasn't like ready at at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got thrown and in there. Just yeah. go. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. And I 
and like I remember doing it and I was just like so nervous I was shaking and everything yeah and, you know I told everyone I was an apprentice you know showed them like the works I've done on friends and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I would only take on like simple work like just lines and then mm-hmm. black uh packing in black mm-hmm. and that was really it and then since I was young I guess I kind of got a lot of young clientele also mm-hmm. and a lot of like modern tattoo stuff so like fine line mm-hmm. stuff oh yeah so I was doing a lot of like fine lines sc- yeah I was doing a lot of like fine line script mm-hmm. so I got really good at that and mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> Which is how also was difficult, though. Yeah. Like, how not was to just your, gloss over that. Yeah. How was your first tattoo on a person? How did you feel when you first touched skin? Like, oh, so like, 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 <laughs> like, not your friends, but just a, like a random person, like a client. Uh, so it was really weird. It was his 21st birthday, and he mm-hmm. just got done drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, he got the tattoo, and he was going to go out drinking again that night. Yeah. And, still remember shout out to you terrence for giving it to me for doing <laughs> your skin but <laughs> yeah shout out um, to you here's to you terrence here's to you. <laughs> but um I, I was like really nervous and um i was like shaking out i contemplated for like an hour before mm-hmm. i actually tattooed him and everything setting up like took like 30 minutes and everything yeah <laughs> i kept only asking everyone if i should do this or not mm-hmm. and then i was placing the stencil on i was like okay I, I can you know just breathe what just was breathe. what was the <laughs> it was just a cross yeah. okay <laughs> well i mean still though it's like still, this hey. is this is for life yeah we, to be we honest, heard everyone's I first tattoo story yeah. and everyone was very nervous he didn't live here so it was yeah he was just here for family and friends oh so for his birthday so it was even more nerve-wracking because you know if i fucked up then yes, fuck it someone else <laughs> in the world is seeing that yeah <laughs> yes but I think it came out good. He bled a lot, and yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just stabbed you multiple <laughs> times, but you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he still follows me, so I feel like that's a good thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Has he true. ever came back to you for another tattoo or anything? No, I, I'm pretty sure we were talking, and he, I think he had, like, just a weekend. He was staying for the bir- for his birthday, and that was uh-huh. it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Did he know that you were his first ever client Yeah, I told thing? him multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, bro, if, if, you, is, if it's hurting, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had a really, like, scuffed-up machine. I, I didn't have enough. At the time, I didn't have enough money to, like, buy, you know, like, the very expensive machines mm-hmm. yeah so i was just using a like uh, a machine that uh, one of the other artists gave me and i didn't know how to work i didn't know anything about machines you know yeah no one told me anything about like strokes anything like that yeah so that so i was just kind of going what i saw the other artists do mm-hmm. and just and then the feeling you know like how to feel and everything with the skin and machine just came i guess a couple months later mm-hmm. so once i actually you know learned everything about it yeah (laughs) Yeah. so you're saying so you mentioned earlier you had a pretty unorthodox apprenticeship Mm -hmm. right so like um and right now you're kind of mentioning a couple of things that you were kind of learning as you went yeah so um my trainer he was only there for my very first tattoo like the one i did on my friend like he you Mm -hmm. know looked over it and you know told me what to not to do and what to do Mm -hmm. and then after that rarely ever saw him again Mm. so (laughs) And when he did come into the shop, I, he never really talked to me or looked at my, you know, station. Mm-hmm. So everything I learned is basically from like seminars and YouTube videos and um, watching the, like other artists. Mm-hmm. And then if I had a question or anything, I just call or text Denzel, and mm-hmm. he would get right back with me, like an actually like detailed explanation. On oh wow, that's things. awesome! So I just kind of took his stuff, and then when I was working at Electric Chair. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> I would ask questions, you know, 
mm-hmm. and pe- some people some of them would answer some of them were not you know because i was an apprentice at the time so mm-hmm. yeah the, the people who would answer and answer my questions you know and let me watch them i'd basically pick up on their stuff and put that into mind so yeah yeah wow. <laughs> yeah so when you were apprenticing, you were like, okay, for sure not going to leave electric chair job because <laughs> at least like while I'm cleaning, I can go and ask some questions. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't leave the electric chair job until I actually started tattooing like outside clientele, outside of my friends. Mm-hmm. So once, once I did my second tattoo and, you know, no one was looking after me, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I got to, you know, just kind of figure out how to do this. That is yeah. crazy. <laughs> this is, yeah. How long, how long did you do that for? Uh, the... Well, because I know that, like, um, or how long was your apprenticeship, uh, quote unquote, apprenticeship for? <laughs> really, like a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say a year and a half, and then I just moved out to high power. Mm-hmm. So that's when I, a year and a half was after I, uh, I took my test, but really I finished. I was able to do everything within a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but my trainer took a long, uh, took a long time, and you know. Uh, procrastinated every little thing so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 but now that you're at so you after um being at that previous shop mm-hmm. getting your apprenticeship that you then kind of you you finished off the apprenticeship tied a bow on mm-hmm. it and went off to high, high power yeah. right so uh before i hit my one year mark denzel just opened up high power and he was mm-hmm. and he asked me if i wanted to work with him yeah. So I was like, yeah, definitely, and I'll, I'll be there within, you know, next couple months. And at that point, it was like two months. Yeah. And then two months turned into eight. <laughs> 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 and then, so, but, yeah, the second I passed my test, I basically told everyone I was quitting and mm-hmm. paid my booth rent, and then I just left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you. Damn. Look at you. Yeah. You literally inspired me i'm like man <laughs> i could tell my 15 year old look look if this 18 year old could just go ahead and just figure out like if you're 18 years this is it oh, sorry can't even talk right now I'm probably drunk <laughs> if this 18 year old knows what he wants to do then you could do it as well for being somebody who's the youngest tattoo artist in kansas well i think that that's a really good thing that you're bringing up because you know, Alex hit on something early on was that like he got to explore things that he was passionate about exactly. mm-hmm. to help him realize where do I want to do yeah. later. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of a lot of students or a lot of people that age they don't get to experience no, that. They yeah. don't. So you if could pressure <laughs> a fifteen year old to say figure out what you're going to do by eighteen, but not yeah, giving learn, them opportunities. A lot, like a lot of things from like movie. I watch a lot of movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. and one of the like one of like the most powerful things was like uh from sister act two (laughs) (laughs) she was like if you wake up wanting to sing then you're supposed to be a singer if you wake up wanting to write then you're supposed to be a writer Mm -hmm. and that was just kind of like that just kind of stuck with me you know Mm -hmm. i wanted to draw and do art and i'm supposed to be an artist so damn (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) so like tattoo artistry was Mm -hmm. something that kind of got you in there but you also i mean you consider it sounds to me like you consider yourself an artist first before you do a yeah, tattoo so artist. I wanted to do architecture. Oh, that was okay. like what I wanted to do, and then I just kind of figured drawing a whole bunch of buildings was really boring, <laughs> and I didn't want to do a whole lot of math and geometry. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at more like uh, more stuff, and then that's when the whole social media thing kicked in, where just a whole bunch of tattoos started showing up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like influenced me a lot. So mm-hmm. social media is a really powerful source yeah. too, as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, 
So do you think that like you'll stay in um, the tattoo industry for a while? So uh, my plan is to at least do it for another 10 to 20 years, Mm -hmm. but as like a good income. But I also want to make it just a side hustle because, you know, Mm -hmm. when I'm 40, I'm sure my hands are going to be, you know, trash. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have carpal tunnel. Yeah, carpal tunnel, arthritis, all that type of stuff. (laughs) So I kind of want to make it as a side hustle. So I'm getting into like real estate and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, real estate investments trading all that type of stuff just making sure that you know if something ever does happen to my you know like my hands or anything then Mm -hmm. i have a you know another uh, source of income yes real estate is a really good um Mm -hmm. backup income too as well because i'm in real estate as Mm -hmm. well it's it's you know it's it's very you know you have to put if you want to make money you have to put you know people say like Oh, real estate will make me a lot of money. If you want to make a lot of money, you have to put a lot of money, a lot of money into it. (laughs) Literally, like Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you're if you put uh, you're like you're 100 percent on it, like if you want to sell this house to someone, Mm -hmm. then you can, you know, but it's, it's basically how that person when when someone wants to buy a house from you, they want to feel comfortable and they feel that you will take care of them what mm-hmm. they want, you yeah, know, because so. they're not, they just, they don't want you just like, yeah, here, here, look at this mm-hmm. house, you know, because <laughs> you need a realtor to look at a house, you know, yeah. you can't just walk up in there and without just not just looking mm-hmm. at it, you know? Yeah, so, um, I bought my house and then I was, I'm wait, wait, how old were you when you bought a house? Uh, 19. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> so, um, so. I was living on my own mm-hmm. uh, when I was 18, and then I turned 19. I was still living on my own, and halfway through like uh, 18, I you know had a kid, or you know the mm-hmm. girl got pregnant. So <laughs> <laughs> a girl so got you got someone pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, um, you did the thing. <laughs> yeah, you did the thing. <laughs> the pull out method didn't yeah, help. The whoopie do. <laughs> the whoopie do. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, so I was, and I was just living in an apartment, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from the landscapers I used to, I used to work at a landscaping, uh, for an apartment complex mm-hmm. and I just texted them, do you have a place open? And I got in for, you know, like very cheap. You know, yeah. They do help a lot discount. with that pe- with yeah. people who help them. Yeah. Too I was living well. in like mm-hmm. a f- $600 apartment for like three fifty. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah. Damn. And then, so, but, uh, once I turned 19, I was like, damn, I can't really have a kid you know in this apartment you know yep. a lot of people around mm-hmm. it's gonna be crying a lot mm-hmm. so i was looking at a house and then my friend's dad he owns a lot of places so i was like i'll rent one out to you and then after a year we can see if you want to buy it or not mm. oh and rent so, to own yeah mm-hmm. and then um after two months of renting for him he was like you just want to buy it now I was <laughs> he's like, like i don't want it <laughs> it was it was at the time when the market was really good oh uh, so it yeah, was like so you're like you yeah, literally do you life. literally live a, the best life during covid <laughs> like <laughs> so you got a um, house for cheap you got interest so, rate for cheap <laughs> yeah so um i i was like okay but so um i bought the house at 110 um right next to a school so it's a school uh, fa- like starter family home um three percent interest rate all that type of stuff wow what how much three percent wow yeah yeah (laughs) look at you yeah so um i bought a house during covid too as well my my interest rate is amazing (laughs) (laughs) just gonna say that (laughs) and then um so i've had it for over a year now and then my plan is to buy uh an actual like a house that i'll actually you know want to live in full time Mm -hmm. so hopefully like in a like like on the northeast side or on the west side, it's, you mm-hmm. 
um, somewhere where it has pro, uh, opportunity to, you know, appreciate and value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I know, like, in Mays, they're building new houses. So, yeah. you know, in 10 to 15 years, they'll be worth more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll rent the ones I have out. I rent the one out I have now and then just keep doing that, buying starter homes and renting those out and then hopefully move to commercial buildings because that's, you know, more long-term safety. Wow. Yeah. Every girl, uh, whoever listens to this, is going to fall in love with you. They're <laughs> 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 like, oh, he has his own house? He has his own what? <laughs> I mean, I think like that, uh, you know, speaking on that part, like, you really are just like a go-getter, Alex. You like, literally <laughs> are. Like, like you, we look nothing at, stops you. <laughs> we look at 2020, I mean, and there was a lot of things that were really tough that year for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, things were hitting hard. You were getting ready to almost graduate. You were trying to figure things yeah. out of where to go <laughs> next. And you were like, this is my opportunity. Well, things, things are closing. <laughs> I have time. Things were cheap back then. You know, gas was like 180. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got into, so when I was 16, I broke both my wrists. So I won a lawsuit against the school. Wow. Yeah. So uh, how'd so you break your wrist, dude? Uh, how lucky are you? Can <laughs> you lucky? go? Can you go buy? I would. Me? You, I don't know if I would consider breaking <laughs> yeah. your wrist. Well, okay, not lucky, but you <laughs> but, won. Um, but like, can you go pick my lottery ticket numbers? <laughs> but um, so when I was sixteen, they, we had construction at school. I went mm. to East High, and oh. um, I was. They had really bad scaffolding. We used to the uh, teacher. He had his own uh, business where he built um, houses or mm-hmm. sheds for cu- his customers, and he'd have his students build them. That's how we learned how to build things. Mm-hmm. But for this one, we were building a concession stand for the football field, mm. and we were working on the roof. And the scaffolding was wooden and rotten and all that. Mm-hmm. There was like two new metal ones, but they're on the other side. So I was using the wood and rotten one, and I stepped on a board and it broke through and I fell oh, and ooh. landed both my on both my oh. wrists on concrete. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so and you know, I I thought they were sprained. It didn't feel broken. So yeah. I thought they were sprained. And um, I went inside. We had like 10 minutes before class ended. I went to pick up my phone. I couldn't do that. Oh. So I went to the doctor. You know, they told me it was broken. Um, and we tried talking to the school. They didn't want to talk to me. Oh. And yeah. So we decided, you know, to sue them and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my lawyer was kind of ass. He took their first offer. And then mm-hmm. I didn't make them pay anything for so I had to pay all lawyer fees and medical fees, but <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> yeah, he was what? dog shit. But <laughs> what? But, um, so I got so he settled for fifteen because they deleted the footage of me falling. <gasps> yeah, so that was like oh, shit. yeah. So they did you know did a whole bunch of sketchy and shady shit. Oh, that's so fucked up. I got fifteen thousand, and then after you know f- medical bills and lawyer fees, I was ended with eight and a half. Yeah. And I was put mm-hmm. into a CD count. So once I turned 18, I got that. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is the start of my apprenticeship money. Mm. You know, this is what yeah. I'll use. Because, you know, everyone was telling me 10 to 10, uh, 5 right. to 10K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, luckily, mine was 10. But I talked him. He wanted 5 up front. I talked him down to 35 mm-hmm. at first. And then so I had all the other, the rest of the money to spend on, you know, uh, supplies and everything. Mm-hmm. So when COVID hit, everything was very cheap. So I mm-hmm. just knew that, you know. You're like, this is my opportunity. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying it now. And usually, you know, it's like, you know, trading and stocks, you know, once things hit a really big low, it's going to have a really time high. So, yeah, (laughs) really big high. So, damn. So right now, (laughs) two years later, you're getting all that high. (laughs) Like all the return is coming. Everything's starting to level out now. But yeah, (laughs) well, yeah. But like what I mean is in your skill sets and in like now that you're in a shop where you're growing a lot more, Mm -hmm. we're now like. 
Aren't, aren't you pretty booked out pretty often? Yeah, um, but I just finished up booking up March, so I'm booking for April at the moment. Damn. So, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> that is very incredible. Yes. That was. So. <laughs> Shit. So, <coughs> because you broke both of your wrists, mm-hmm. does it hurt to tattoo? Uh, or are you good now? No, it, it used to. Um, so I used to play a lot of piano, and uh, where my wrist broke, it broke. Uh, I can't extend my fingers out a lot. Mm-hmm. So you know, holding a machine, holding my fingers close together, it doesn't hurt as bad. Um, usually, my left hand, where I'm holding like my paper towel and stretching the skin a mm-hmm. lot, it'll it'll like um, like lock up. Mm. But that's very rarely happens now since mm-hmm. I just you know, I work a lot on my wrists and make sure I'm taking care good care of them. So yeah, and yeah, you, nothing really hurts them anymore. So that's good. That's <laughs> it good. It used to, but yeah. Now you're like with the stress <laughs> balls constantly trying to squish them. Uh, not really anymore. Um, I st- uh, I started working out and doing a lot of wrist uh, workouts and mm. you know just strengthening them. So mm-hmm. gotcha, yeah, gotcha. that helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> What's that one workout where like, what is it called? Start to the sea. Um. Mm-mm. Oh my what, god. What starts with the sea? It's like <laughs> it's like where you. Oh, like ca- in, uh, calisthenics. Yes. Oh, calisthenics. Yeah, yeah do, are you in? Is that uh, what you're? No, I do oh, okay. uh, just more weightlifting type stuff. Okay, so. but you, you're talking about like you stretch out your wrists more, uh, that sort of yeah. thing before or after. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay. Because yeah. I, I hear like calisthen- yeah, cal- calisthenics, calisthenics is really more, good for your wrists too. Uh, yeah, calisthenics is more just body lifting and mm-hmm. uh, instead of weightlifting and powerlifting, it's more just body yeah. stuff. You don't really use mm. stuff. Yeah, I've also heard though, like because of that, that it's really mm-hmm. good on yeah, on it's building really your good on the body and yeah. building a lot of muscle and strength. <laughs> yeah, on like your wrists is what mm-hmm. I'm talking about though. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. because of all of that is through there. Yeah, you use a lot of your wrists on calisthenics. Yeah. So. <laughs> I knew a couple people who did it. I wish I was strong enough to do that. <laughs> it's so funny how that works. It's like all I can deadlift. is just a step. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny how that works because you're like, oh, I can deadlift this much. And it's like, but I can't pull myself up. <laughs> I can't do a pull up. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I can squat there I have much, to but use, my bench press not that high. I have you to use a start. band. <laughs> I have to use a band to lift myself up. Like probably like two bands to lift me up. Yeah. All you got to do is start. <laughs> That's all it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean it takes time for mm-hmm. sure though. Yeah. 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 Consistency is key. So. It is. <laughs> and I think that you're living proof of that. <laughs> he really is. I hope so. Like <laughs> even me 30, I'm like, hmm wow, I should really start figuring out what I want (laughs) to do. (laughs) I think that this might be, or sorry, Dusty, were you going to say something? Uh, I forgot what I was going to say, actually. (laughs) 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 Oh, I remember. Uh, It's okay. I'm like 36. I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to look at him. <laughs> Have you listened to him? <laughs> Dusty has like five. Let's jobs. see. What? Well, let's see what I compare myself to Alex. Okay, so I bought a house, not at nineteen. <laughs> Comparison is is bad. <laughs> at thirty, I did. <laughs> we got a good percent interest rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you just start, doesn't matter the age. Exactly. Just, as long as you start. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> is this a good break time? Yeah, let's take a quick break. Okay. Yeah, we'll right back, guys. So okay. that way we could go ahead and do the mocktail. Okay. Yes. Because you're 20. Yeah, what's a mocktail? <laughs> we do a mocktail for you. What's a mocktail? Oh, a mocktail? No, alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So cocktail is alcohol. Okay. Mocktail, like, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Does this put you in the mood for Christmas? Yeah, it's two weeks till Christmas, though. It is. <laughs> Are you feeling very jolly, Emily? Jolly Ollie Christmas. <laughs> That's good. Did you have a good break? It was a great PTO. <laughs> That's good. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're back from our break. This here's to you, the podcast. Segment two, Alex Garcia here. Fanister's got all the ingredients for the drinks. Emily, what's uh, fans are making for us today? We've got a mocktail, right? Yes, we have a mocktail today. So, Fanny, you want to tell us what you have here? We are going to have a, um, oh my God, a agua preparada. I, I was just, I totally blanked. It's super <laughs> easy to make. It's literally just, you have to have freshly scream li- screamed. Squeezed. Squeezed. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sober, guys. This is a mocktail. <laughs> uh, but uh, freshly squeezed lime juice and topo chico. And then all you have, all you do is top it off with tajin. So it's a super, super easy drink to make. So we just pour a little bit of lime juice. And then the rest, we're going to top it off with the topo chico. sounds fizzy that does sound mm-hmm. fizzy this is made with love alex <laughs> <laughs> we love mocktails as well <laughs> seems like you guys love alcoholic <laughs> yeah you should you should tell emily that emily you love mocktails <laughs> i fucking don't <laughs> i fucking don't ask emily how much uh, our listeners, I think, want to know how much you spend on average at restaurants, Emily. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to think I'm the sugar mama. <laughs> I'm trying to be the sugar baby. You're right. You're right. That's yeah. Fine. You definitely spend a lot more than I do. <laughs> mm-hmm, I'm just sure. a very expensive person. Even the guy I'm talking to, he's like, are you drunk right now? I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, uh, on your Snapchat, I saw you take at least six shots of tequila. And I'm like, what? Damn. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> where do you like Pulls to go? With um, screenshots. <laughs> where do you like to go eat, Alex? Where do I like to go eat? Yeah. Uh, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. Like a sit-down restaurant or like a... Yeah, you're gonna go sit uh, and eat at a restaurant. Chili's is always fairly good. Mm. So damn, yeah, Chili's or Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> I love Texas mm. Roadhouse biscuits. Oh, I mean r- bread or rolls. Yeah. What do they call it? Fuck rolls. Mm. What do you, What do you think? It's good. 
very limey though mm-hmm. uh, or lemony limey limey i'm so bad at that lemon is the yellow <laughs> she, she needs to stop <laughs> she needs to stop hanging out with me <laughs> no every ask any mexican we always forget we always get compu- confused between lime and lemon it's too complicated like we don't use the yellow ones which is lemon we mm-hmm. only use lime mm-hmm. that's true yeah 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 which we call limon and so I don't know. I can't. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just confuses us too much. Anyways, Alan, let's come back to you real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so we talk about who you are, mm-hmm. what was your goal, what was your passion, everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, your interest rate was 2%. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us about, we're going to go back to tattooing. Okay. Um, what is your tattoo style? Like, what's your idea of it? So I like to do a lot of realism, a lot of portraits, a lot of hands. Um, uh, I like to show um, a lot of contrast in my work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I started tattooing, everyone was saying, you know, bold will hold. Bold will hold. Mm-hmm. So and I didn't really like doing lines. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, just did black and you mm-hmm. know put a lot of contrast in. Um, so that kind of just stuck with me. Uh, that one's beautiful. You know, black shows out a lot more mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pops things out. So I use a lot of skin breaks, a lot of black and lot of you know realism surrealistic work so that's kind of like my style that one's really good do your your detail on it (laughs) is like amazing yeah i like to show a lot of detail in my work or at least show try to show a lot of like emotion type stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does that a lot um does a lot of that stem from your own um influence in in, like do you normally draw paint what do you do so um I usually draw. I okay. do. I do have some paintings, but for the main part, I usually do charcoal drawing. Oh, okay. And if you like look down at the bot- very bottom on my Instagram work, you can see like the stuff I did when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and that you can kind of see that like the emotional, like a lot of black, a lot of contrast type stuff mm-hmm. in my work, and like the one tattooing, like that's Chris Ramirez, like. <coughs> oh, like, okay. I asked like the I asked the shop if I could take pictures of everyone. Yeah. So I could, you know, draw them for a school art project. And yeah, Chris's picture came out the best. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just shook like how your your work is. It's just amazing. when you were well, like even the tattoo style that you have, um, you know, like were you at first like as an apprentice? We understand that a lot of our other tattoo artists that we've had on the mm-hmm. on the sh- on the podcast um have shared with us that they do end up having to take like any and all work is that yeah so um i deleted a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. or i archived it a lot of the stuff on my instagram just because i felt like you're you know, trying to build a profile yeah i was trying to build mm-hmm. a profile you know i didn't want pe- uh i started uh, a lot of people wanting you know script or you know mm-hmm. small type stuff working you know i wanted to do bigger pieces so i just started taking that stuff off my instagram i'll mm-hmm. still do them but I, you know, people just can't, you know, just look at it and see that's what I do because okay. that's what I did a lot of, a lot of script, a lot of fine line type stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just started showing a lot more portraits and a lot more realistic work. So like the mm-hmm. first, like the second tattoo on my Instagram is a picture of a skull and face. And that was like my first portrait ever, mm-hmm. like actually tattooing the face and stuff. Yeah. And then just kind of progress from there so (laughs) but your line work tattoos are really great too like that one that i'm looking at the oh the one with the flowers yeah the one that you did end up keeping (laughs) (laughs) wait which one is that the one right here yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah Yeah, so i like 
uh, I try. Oh my god, look at your <laughs> what is that called? Shading right there. Stippling, yeah, stippling, stippling? shading. Damn. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, I yeah, try to keep a good line work. Why don't you break this down verbally so that someone can try okay, to go so, figure um, out? Um, yeah, that's it's me. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically half a face uh, from the uh, from the eye level down, mm -hmm. and then on top is a bunch of peony flowers with the moon in the background and uh, some leaves, mm -hmm. and it's just kind of. Uh, neo-traditional type artwork with a bit of color in it mm -hmm. so yeah so i try to do good line work but i like to do a lot more like realistic and hiding those lines <laughs> have you yeah. ever you know how like um tattoo artists they have when they they print print stencils, is that stencils? Mm -hmm. yeah have you ever tried it in, like freehand or anything like uh, that I usually don't do a lot of freehand just because a lot of my stencils, like my stencils have, are very complex. I mm -hmm. put a lot of details in my stencils. Right. Um, like sometimes to the point like where you can't even tell what it is. You just see a whole bunch of scribbles basically. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so I try not to do freehand anything mm -hmm. um, unless like I'm just filling in like a missing part of the stencil or the, anything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So I usually don't do a lot of freehand so mm -hmm. unless i absolutely need to and it's very and usually when i need to it's very very simple mm -hmm. but yeah usually my stencils are very complex mm -hmm. for me not to do any freehand on it yeah. <laughs> like yeah. dude your your work is amazing thank you <laughs> wow what would you say is um one of your favorite tattoos yeah. that you've done Ooh, um Ooh, that's a good one. it depends <laughs> on the time period so um if you were, if you asked me, like maybe when like I first started, it'd be the Edward Scissorhands. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of like what kind of. And it's so I, tiny, <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's kind of like that's what amazing. I guess. I guess um, blew me up. I guess mm -hmm. I post. I posted a whole bunch of artwork of my tattoos on the Idle Hands page for the very first time, mm -hmm. um, and no one had posted in there for like a year beforehand. Mm -hmm. And um, I posted a whole bunch, and then. I was only booking like maybe two to three days out after that and then after I posted it I was booking out you know months ahead Wow! and um, that gained a lot of traction for me especially the Edward Scissorhands mm -hmm. um, and then after that I just started kind of going more towards people started asking for a lot more like realistic realistic like uh, portraits hands type that type of stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like the stuff I like um, so that the Edward Scissorhands would be like when I first started or the Medusa mm -hmm. um, yeah, that just is beautiful. <laughs> Rec uh, recently, I think it would have to be um, the Statue of David one I just did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to do Statue of David for like the longest time, mm -hmm. like a big piece of it, and I was finally able to. Um, the Albert Einstein's also a really good one. Yeah, that one's. And amazing. then that one's beautiful. The, um, Fallen Angel painting of Lucifer, mm -hmm. and that one's in color. That was like my first like doing something like realistic in color or yeah. semi-realistic in color so mm -hmm. i was happy to do it be able to do that so was that um so idle hands or was this over yeah, at the, high power yeah all this is at idle hands um okay. i think my first post at high power would be like uh a picture or uh, a tattoo of the on the leg where it's like two faces and one of them is blurred out mm -hmm. um yeah it'd be it looked different from every all the other pictures right but yeah, one you of did the faces is blurred out. Uh, which one? That one right yes. there. Yes, yes, wow. I did. Yeah. Dude, look at that one right there in the corner. That one's really good. 
Dude, <laughs> you're fucking good. <laughs> so, um, everyone, right now, this is the part of the show where we like to go through our artist's <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. So you can follow Alex at Alex Garcia Arts. Yes. yes. Right? Yeah. With no, an S, right? Yes. yes. No mm-hmm. spaces in between. Yep. No spaces in between. You can wow. go through his uh, profile and try to find the tattoos that we're talking through, or we might just even repost them on the page, <laughs> too, just so you could easily find them. But we're... Um, you know, this is a part where we like to go through the profile and start talking through them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Betty White one. Yeah. Oh, that is <laughs> that so cool. sick. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Wow. I think we're all just like incredibly <laughs> mesmerized again because um, I think we, we tend to, although age yeah, is definitely so be one that thing. That first post of the the smeared face. Oh, okay. The, yeah. the leg one right there? Uh-huh. It's okay. like a, all the... Uh, uh, facial features are blurred out so mm-hmm. so i'll be finishing that one i think next week so, oh nice yeah <laughs> yeah so this is a two-parter then yeah uh, yeah. yeah it's a uh, kind of like a positive and negative type thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i want the other side's going to be like more light type stuff instead of a whole bunch of black yeah this is just so crazy how you're you know th- you're 20 years old <laughs> and you know like a lot of tattoo artists are like starting like at 18 as well as you too mm-hmm. and um you know they started you know they start from like how do i say this the oh man, i can't even think right now had too many shots <laughs> 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 like i will come back to me <laughs> okay 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 we'll save we'll save you for later save me for later <laughs> we'll save you for later emily lost her train of thought <laughs> I, I did i did i lost my train of thought <laughs> i gotta think about it what i, what I was gonna say <laughs> so um alex how mm-hmm. how often are you tattooing right now like let's talk through um, your like work-life balance so I usually tattoo Monday through Saturday. Okay. Um, it used to be Monday through Sunday, just all days before, mm-hmm. I, and that was before I had my kid. Mm-hmm. But after I had my kid, I usually just spend Sundays with him, full day. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you tattoo six days a week. Yeah, and you know if someone cancels, you can count. <laughs> <laughs> if someone cancels, um, if it's if it's like they you know unexpectedly get sick, like you know the night before or anything like that, or they mm-hmm. can't show up, I usually take the day off unless. I have someone, you know, wanting to get in like right away, then I'll be able to do that. If it's a couple, if they, you know, like reschedule or cancel a couple of days before, I'll usually post it on my socials who wants to get in, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So I usually take, you know, the days I, you know, don't have to work, you know, just doing that for like actual life things, chores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so. you own a house and you have a kid. Yeah. And you have <laughs> house owner responsibilities mm-hmm. like mowing the damn lawn. <laughs> not right now. It's not mowing. right now, but, <laughs> it's cold. but not right now. But like you know, typically, uh, you know, there's people no, still really. mowing their yard too, as well. Not but really. Just for um, the leaves. There's a small time a business owner who likes some who uh, a while back asked if he could mow my lawn. So nice. Just, I just pay him and he mows my lawn every Isn't two weeks. Isn't the best mm-hmm. thing ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell my friends like, oh, I pay somebody to mow my grass. They're like, you really pay somebody, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Look at you don't now. have to do the work and you're helping a business yeah, so. oh yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you get your time back yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what do you enjoy what do you enjoy doing instead of just tattooing like do you have any other hobbies instead of just so, tattooing um, and art painting really i just watch a lot of movies and tv shows mm-hmm. um i'm starting family guy right now 
Okay, so I love Family Guy, and I and yeah. What do you I, mean by starting it? So, like from uh, season, like yeah, season, season one, one, episode one. Uh, yeah. So you're um, trying to binge it. Uh, yeah, uh, my TikTok started showing a lot, a lot of Family Guy. I think like everyone's <laughs> lately. I'm yeah, so. you know, my brother's 15 years old, and he's watching Family Guy too as well. He <laughs> so, said, he said a lot of family guy has been popping up mm-hmm. on his, t- his tiktok yeah. before it never really interested me and then i watched a whole bunch of clips and i was like damn this is pretty funny no and then, it's the shit they that's say how, that's how old we are <laughs> yeah that's why does he looked over he was like you're you know, starting just, family at guy at one point i was just like going on the pages dedicated to posting the clips i was just scrolling through them like hours on end so i was like i might mm-hmm. as well just watch the show what so do you think of family guy show it's funny i like it I get a lot of the references so it's we used to watch better. family guy <laughs> when did you start watching family guy dusty Oh God! Uh, <laughs> like 2003. <laughs> How old are you when you're in 2003? I was one year old. Yeah, you know, me and the homies would, you know, like smoke some dope and watch Family Guy, you know, eat some cheeseburgers from McDonald's. And I was learning how to walk. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't watch a whole lot anymore. It's not quite my style. I'm sorry, Dusty. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, how? (laughs) What year was this again? 2003, 2004. I was born in 2002. (laughs) She's, la- she's not laughing at your age. She's no, laughing at the fact that Dusty's old. <laughs> and Emily's old. <laughs> wait, what kind of so movies 2000, wait, like? 2001, <laughs> right? Oh, my God, Emily, Say let it again. go. 2001, you start oh, watching 2002. it? 2002. 2002. I was 10 years old. <laughs> How old are you? You have older... Siblings He's only six years that might might have watched it when you were ten, maybe. My uncles. <laughs> uncles. <laughs> yeah. You probably had some uncles that watched it when you were ten. Probably let you sit there and watch it too. They did. That's how they babysit uh, me. They put on <laughs> Family Guy, and I was watching it at ten years old. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Uncle Nook. <laughs> 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 it was. You know, it's funny. When I was uh when I was ten when I was like nine, ten years old, my uncle, Uncle Noke, he mm-hmm. took care of me. Him and his two best friends in high school <laughs> 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 and his mom and dad would go um would go to work and they'd say, Okay, go watch Emily and Elisa, you know, and get them ready for school. Here's these high schoolers, you know, <laughs> getting ready a nine year old, take them to elementary <laughs> school. <laughs> so yeah, so Shout out to Uncle Noak and Sam. <laughs> and now Emily gets drunk with them. We do. Now he calls me a bitch if I don't take a shot. <laughs> what? How time grows. I'm your niece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. What kind of movies do you like? So, um, I like really just really anything interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll watch anything from horror t- horror to uh, romantic comedy, romantic anything like that. Um, the most recent one I watched is really good. It's a Tyler Perry. Uh, I love Tyler Perry. Yeah, Confessions mm. of a Marriage Counselor. Mm. Uh, the plot twist in there, crazy. I need you to watch <laughs> Tyler Perry's plays. Mm. You need to watch those. Those are the <laughs> best ones. Yeah, but the Tyler Perry uh, Marriage Counselor, that one, that was 
I was like jumping out of my seat. I was like, holy shit, what? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that. <laughs> yeah, it was real. I think it just came out. It came. I think it's more recent. Like came came out this year, mm, and it's okay. on Netflix until the end of the month. I was like. Yeah, Tyler Perry is really good, so I might as well watch it. It's kind of like mm-hmm. uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes on like the feeling of that. That was the yeah. first movie I watched with Tyler Perry. And then I heard he had plays, and I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, I need to watch the plays. And, dude, the plays are better than the movie. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like, he breaks a lot of character. He breaks character Everybody breaks. <laughs> everybody breaks character at the play. It's it's uh-huh. hilarious. <laughs> but it's, it's funny to hear Tyler Perry go from a D to just Tyler. Yeah, so, so one time, oh, one, yes. like, one of them, he was, like, talking. He was talking as Medea. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and then he'll start laughing, like, like you know, his regular voice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, my, he, he goes, oh, my hormones acting up right now. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny I, I, I love Medea movies like it, oh yeah Medea movies taught me a lot about life too as well mm. no I'm kidding I'm not I'm, not, I'm serious because yeah, like what they teach you a lot of things like just basic but, uh, do whatever yeah. you want and don't get caught yeah <laughs> yeah literally and if a bitch fuck up you fuck her up <laughs> if you want to carry a gun you carry a gun <laughs> Fight the cops at all times. Yeah. I ain't scared no popo ho. <laughs> I ain't scared no popo ho. You're sounding like a real insurrectionist right now. I know this is. We need to cancel Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be canceled. Yeah, I don't need to um, But also, I just um, figured out what your first tattoo should be. It should be that <laughs> fucking snake says, "Don't tread on me." Yeah. <laughs> don't what? Oh God, don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. <laughs> No, I'm I I I came to the conclusion why I don't have any tattoos, guys. It's because uh, I can't commit. <laughs> can't commit because she's a pussy. I just can't commit, basically. Um, so look, look at how hard that looks. <laughs> Think about how hard that <laughs> would look on your arm. Oh wait, on my right, on my right side. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she was a trucker. <laughs> so before we wrap up, mm-hmm. what is your favorite moment in your career so far? Ooh. Um, Anything. That's a hard t- that's a tough one. Hmm. Um, we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> probably like hearing like you got an apprenticeship like mm-hmm. that's kind of like when i knew like oh, yeah. i'm here like i can get started on everything i wanted you worked so yeah yeah i was like the hard work pays off you know that type of stuff so mm-hmm. just kind of hearing and shaking hands you know hearing like you got you got an apprenticeship here so yeah you can actually start doing what you love so oh, that's <laughs> also one more thing mm-hmm. what what can you tell our our listeners you know from you starting from 18 years old what's some word advice that you can give to other people as well Ooh, um if it feels right you got to go for it don't mm. let other mm-hmm. people you know tell you what to do or influence you and bad at least badly mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. being you know if you're wanting to get into the industry or anything you know if you're young there's going to be a lot of people that, you know, a lot older say they've been in the business for, you know, ages and they know a lot better. But, mm-hmm. you know, if a lot of people are closed minded and want to stick to the old mm-hmm. ways. So you got to, you know, more younger people now are, you know, mm-hmm. a lot smarter than, you know, they do a lot more, mm-hmm. at least with social media base. You know, we have connections around the world. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, we might not know tec- technical wise. You mm-hmm. probably don't know much, but 
feeling wise you you have a good idea of where to get started and know what to do so yeah, yeah. well <laughs> alex you literally said everything what you had to say <laughs> and i hope everybody hears that you could just do anything as long as you put your mind to it honestly mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so fanny you want to give our little yes cheers alex thank you again seriously thank you for coming on you've really inspired us you've inspired <laughs> a lot of people that are going to listen to this episode mm-hmm. um so parriba parriba Pa abajo. Bajabo. Pa centro. Pa centro. Pa centro. Y pa dentro. Y pa dentro. There we go.